you're listening to the This Is For You Too podcast, a space we've created to not only encourage you, but ourselves as well. And with that being said, make sure you share this with everyone you know, because just as it is for you, it's for them too. So now let's get into the conversation. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of This Is For You Too podcast, baby. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) We are just chatting in 2022, and I, I'm excited. I'm expecting a lot, like we talked about last week. Um, Yeah, there's a lot they're expecting, but there's been a lot of uh, (laughs) things that have happened in the world already today. So I just can't wait to dive into those things. But first, how are you? good baby how are y'all i think that was question was for y'all but she talking to me so i'm gonna answer it but let us know y'all how are y'all doing go to our instagram our facebook follow us at this is for youtube podcast and let us know how you feeling about what we're gonna talk about today and just how are you doing in the first couple of days first couple of weeks of 2022 um it's a different year, different ball game. Um, so yeah, let us know how you're doing. What are you expecting? What's your word of the year? All that, all that good stuff, you know? So yeah. Yes, we've told you guys our words of the year and what we're hoping for, but we definitely would love to know what you guys are thinking too. So please message us, let us know. You know how we like to talk, so let's chat. <laughs> yeah. So for today, we're going to get in the conversation. We're going to talk about some things that you guys probably seen or haven't seen in the media uh, pertaining towards Mr. Pastor Mike Todd and his sermon, uh, its vision of invasion. Yeah. If you guys haven't heard already or seen the video, we're just going to discuss Mike Todd uh, first. And before we go into it, um, for those just listening and don't have any clue what we're about to discuss, yeah. This past Sunday, Mike Todd um, is in a vision series right now, and he talks about one of the stories in the Bible where Jesus performs a miracle, but in this miracle, Jesus takes his own spit, puts it on his hand, and then wipes it on the man's eyes. Now, in Mike Todd's illustration, he did the same thing, um, but to his brother to kind of bring the illustration to life. And yeah, so we we saw it in full form. Um, so we're just going to talk about that. 4K. Um, and let's, yeah, first off, it was nasty. <laughs> it was nasty. But before we get into how we felt about it, this is no way in bashing or shaming yes. or condemning Pastor Mike Todd. This is yes. just... Because that man got an anointing, okay? And like, we're going to continuously say make sure you watch the whole sermon yes. because there was some some good things in there that was said okay yes um but yeah it was disgusting and he said that in his apology it go watch it because he apologized right um and there's some things he stated that he wanted to validate everybody's feelings um and he know that he recognized his wrong um yeah it was very disgusting I, I mean I probably I watched it back and I had to like skip over because I couldn't stomach it really but yes again reiterating what Shania said in no way are we I want to say condoning what he did yeah um 
we are not, this is not where we are going to talk in a hateful way towards him. We're going to be an advocate for Mike Todd right now because the yeah. man, like we said before, is truly anointed. Um, mm-hmm. But we're also going to keep it real. So yeah. let's sure. just discuss that. So, okay. So let me give the backstory for how <laughs> I came to seeing this. So of course, in my job, I work weekends. So I try and listen to a church um, that's live or a sermon in some way while I'm at church, uh, while I'm at work on Sundays. And this past Sunday, I was in the back and I was listening to a different church. I was listening to uh, Pastor Darius Daniels from Change Church. Um, that man got an anointing too. And so I was listening to him and the connection actually went out. And I was like, oh, I was so annoyed because he had such good notes in the sermon. And it was only like, I would say halfway through and the connection uh, just went away. And so I could have waited, I mean, and refreshed and all that. But I was like, eh, whatever. I'll just I'll turn into Transformation Church. So I was a little behind um, and I was watching, watching it and listening mainly to it. And my mom watches Transformation Church as well. And she texted me. She said, did you just watch that? And I was, no, I'm behind what, like what happened? She said, I'll wait till you watch. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, okay. And then I'm watching it. And I, do my eyes deceive me? (laughs) Not deceive. This man hawked up his spit deep inside and put that on his hand and smeared that on his eyes. And I that's gross (laughs) like let's not beat around the bush with that that's nasty and I understand he was trying to bring the example of what Jesus did um to life so we could see it um but it was just gross so yeah we'll we'll dive into that but yeah I that's really it like I was like because I found about it on social media as we pretty much find about everything even tmz, TMZ talked about, about it. <laughs> i was just scrolling i'm on somebody's story and they like and they just voicing how they feel about it and i'm like what so i go click and i'm like i'm like <laughs> i just i just see the part where he's spinning so i know you're not about to do this and i and i just clicked off of it because i couldn't stomach it like okay i, I, I when i watched it i, I honestly it. thought that like when he was making that noise and spitting that he was gonna say and then like pretend to wipe it on his eye uh, yeah and i think that's what a lot of people were thinking but the fact that he he put a layer <laughs> yeah and then it, and then it was still on the man's face <laughs> that that part I saw, I was like, ain't nobody gonna give my bro a towel? A wipe and wipe and also, if people don't realize this, that's his actual brother. It wasn't just yeah. like another uh, random person, random member of his church. No, that was his actual brother, which honestly, shout out to his brother for doing that, but not shout out at the same time because that's gross. <laughs> because I'm sorry, I, I love my sisters, even my Slap guy cousins, hand. but um, no, don't, yeah, we're not my doing brother. that. My brother would have had to see me off the stage in the back, <laughs> in the in private, so I could put the dukes on them because you're not finna spit it in your hand and put it on me, basically on national television for a demonstration. You're not finna do make a I'm fool out of me. I'm not the example in this. <laughs> no way. You better go get a mannequin, my brother. Yes. And watch that mannequin come to life. Exactly. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> 
exactly that's honestly okay i thought of that too where it's like mike todd if he really wanted to do that demonstration and spit and all of that and hawk that up he should have just wiped that on a mannequin they got realistic robots out there now too <laughs> look it could have he could have did it himself like it could have been oh anything. yeah and the thought like as i was watching it because not only did i watch it, i watched the apology and i watched the sermon but i also read the scripture yeah where he got it from but when i read it i put it in google's like when jesus is the blind he does this in two of his gospels so there's two versions of jesus healing the blind mm-hmm. and my whole thing is after reading it i'm like he could have just went with john nine mm-hmm. and john I he technically does the same thing but he mixes his spit with, with clay yeah. and then puts it on the guy's eye and then he tell him go <laughs> and wash it off now here's the thing because asylum which means uh sent and wash it off and then he came back and then phone them did this i think that after reading it and watching i'm like you could have used that and you could have used and then you could have mixed water and then eh. he yeah there's many ways that that illustration could have come to be and then can i say can I no, say, it's no it, because it's like and the thing is he used not only that illustration but he used another one in the beginning of the sermon mm-hmm. and i'm like was this not enough because that would have been clear because i know like it was a great illustration it was absolutely he basically had a board because he talked about when your vision isn't clear Clear, then there's confusion um and basically he talked about like when you're either in the shower or when you're driving and then there's like that fog that shows up over like the glass or the windshield you have to wipe it off in order to see clearly and i mean the editing team alone at the, his church um is amazing and mm-hmm. the illustration with that was so good yeah for like, sure that he could have left it like that <laughs> but he said let's take it up a notch <laughs> i'm gonna take it up and it's just like eh. he did what he did he learned his lesson and i, I think-, think what's hard is he is getting a lot of hate and i do feel bad for that i don't think personally that he was trying to be jesus in the story no i think he was just trying to be the vessel to like illustrate it i think what's funny about the illustration and the fact that he did it on national tv (laughs) is that um jesus did that miracle in private and so it's like (laughs) even jesus knew in both stories that was something mm-hmm. he did in private, private because yeah. the reaction that we all had and even those who watched it in the church live at transformation church had the reaction that the people back then would have had it was the ah, no ah, mm-hmm. gross because it is it is yeah. and jesus said let me work without the distraction <laughs> yeah because and the just thing think is- of the blind man hearing the reactions too <laughs> Look, petrified, terrified, like not even terrified. Like be blind doesn't like, mean you can't hear. <laughs> hmm. And that the whole thing about it is that like don't take the scriptures out of context, you know, in a sense. And the whole story. Read the whole story, watch the whole sermon and whatnot. 
but it's like don't go bashing somebody because his intentions i think we have to realize his intentions wasn't to like make it be it making an embarrassment of his brother or whatnot in the third but it was to bring like the scriptures to life and he said in his apology like sometimes he gets excited about his illustration when you passionate about something and you like oh this is gonna be fire i'm gonna show them i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it to life and can't nobody tell you nothing about what you about to do you're gonna do it i'm not saying nobody told him not to do it or anything but like no one's gonna stop you when you're on a mission no one's gonna stop you when you're doing something fire yeah. just like how we all have some type of art or creative or we're doing something that we're really proud of like sometimes nobody can tell us nothing or nothing's gonna stop us from showing or displaying it because we don't have unpure intentions at heart like our the intentions is pure to show to bring light on how jesus and the whole thing is how um god basically how jesus gives you vision um he puts his hand on you like that type of thing i'm gonna ask you another question but i'll answer it first for myself what are your thoughts on illustrations in the church because there this is a a real talk going on right now and this video now is one of those prime examples um where people are like see y'all doing too much Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you're so quick to just show examples um but not read scripture and again Mm -hmm. this is where it gets tough because if people were to actually watch that whole sermon you know you would see how many times he goes back to the word because Mm -hmm. he's backing up everything that he's saying and doing again mike todd is one of those people that he does have great examples and people are visual learners i think definitely at times sometimes it can be a little extreme not saying just for him but in the church sometimes it's more about the visual presentation than actually getting the word across i don't think this um scenario falls into that again because like you said like when you're on fire and have a mission for what you're going to say and do no one's going to stop that. I'm sure he probably said in his meeting, or at least I hope he brought it up in his meeting, like, you know, I'm so fired up for this sermon and vision. I may even spit in my brother's eye. I'm sure they probably thought he was joking. Because <laughs> if if they thought he was serious, I'm sure someone would have said, now, Mike, let's uh, let's 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 put that in the maybe box. May, maybe instead of you spitting, we just grab water or something like it yeah, would have been just... tweaked in some way. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend you're going to spit, but not because we're in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing that's... And I... Uh, oh, here's the thing. And this is getting real now. You could have a good idea, but sometimes it's important to talk about that idea with someone else before you present it. Yeah. It's important to have... I'm not saying he doesn't have this, but wisdom. Yeah. And stuff. Because it's like, okay, I might not have COVID. 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 Omicron. Omarion. Levidion. <laughs> in the third <laughs> but I could give it to somebody and it's just like I just wish you know in that part like he would have been more thoughtful and response yeah. responsible because I feel like it was a little irresponsible for right. you to and do I think something that because it was his brother and yeah. if, if you read the whole story I mean even the whole sermon he talks about spreading DNA mm-hmm. and how Jesus was doing that with that man And this one way we are able to identify who someone is, is you swap DNA um, Mm -hmm. by their spit. Um, And so 
I think he was using his brother in that sense. But yeah, I definitely think uh, there should have been a little bit more wisdom in that example. Bringing up even just like our thought around this whole episode is just know the context of the story and know truly all sides and areas of it. Because in my opinion, I think it's one of Mike's best sermons. He has Mm -hmm. so many good notes and thoughts and little sermon nuggets, as we like to call them now, Mm -hmm. um, in the word. But I think in that 15, 20 second part of his 40 minute video, now people have turned it off or aren't listening to him. And that brings up another point, which (laughs) y'all so quick to cancel someone. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Because y'all were so, so quick to go, oh, by crazy faith and relationship goals when that came out. And he made one mistake and, ah, nah, cancel him. Because it's like, how many of y'all made a mistake? Yes. uh, And then. We are human. Yeah, he's and we and can't that's the put thing, him on a like, higher pedestal like that. He's still human, and and that's the thing. I think that's that's the problem is that y'all put these people on high pedestals and expect them to never fall or to never make a mistake, and then they show you their humanity, and you're so disgusted. And like, and it's like, folks, I'm bleep the same way you bleep. I have problems the same way you have problems, if not more or if, if less or whatever. It's like he's still a human, and I think mm-hmm. for me, I always try to like keep that in the forefront when I look at like pastors prophets whoever they are is that they're still human and i guess i respect your calling your gift and everything but i never want to treat you less than a human i never want to make you more than a human because you're not a god you will never be a god to me and it's and that's the thing like i honor you i respect you and i'll submit to you and i'll do this but i'm not going to ever put you on a pedestal that you're not meant to stand on and that's i think what some people have done you put him on a king-like pedestal or a god-like pedestal and it's like he's never meant to sit up there and now that he's shown you his humanity you like you oh my god no you didn't show me you was human and i did yeah <laughs> what do you want more from me what do you want less from me? like he's human you're human you've made mistakes and beg people for forgiveness begged it or you you did whatever you did to make yourself right and it's just like he's not better or less than we are that have every that whose life aren't in the lime life limelight so it's just like this is the holy spirit because that just reminded me it's like um that scripture where it says you judge your brother but you have a log in your eye as well mm-hmm. that's funny well no it's yeah it's like don't take the speck out of your brother's eye when you have a log in your eye like how you do that baby Mm -hmm. how you do that and it's like yes you're yes he was wrong okay whatever you have to say or do after that is not going to change him from preaching and teaching the gospel and being a leader of transformation church and i feel like cancel culture i have so many thoughts on cancel culture in general um who gave you the right like that's where yeah that's where I get stuck on with cancel culture because it's like you're almost trying to play God or the highest power yourself where it's like you know what you didn't impress me or I don't like this so now you know what I'm saying I'm telling you that you're done it's like somebody somebody answered this for me and probably for Nicole 
like what stem cancel culture was it because you dislike a person was it because you hate a person or are you deep down inside dislike yourself and you're mad that they are on top type of thing and it's just like why do y'all cancel awesome. people who don't even know who you are is it because you see somebody else following them and you don't follow them and you just don't want them to follow that person as well it's just like it's very manipulative it's very it's another <laughs> version of cyberbullying because yeah. that's all done online why you because you're not gonna cancel bro in his face right or sis in her face you're not going to one you might not even be able to because they got a whole bodyguard and set. and it's one you they don't even know you mm-hmm. like i don't trip over people celebrities on like what they got going through i definitely like dang that sad i pray and stuff but it's like i'm not gonna go out my way to join a bandwagon to cancel them or to bash them or sometimes even lift them up or whatever it may be because they don't know me i don't know them i just wish them the best i wish them that they could feel human that's my whole thing anybody that's in the limelight i just wish they could feel human because Mm -hmm. i feel like they don't feel like they can be because it's so because everybody's looking at them they can't make a mistake you gotta have a pr person to cover you up it's just like dang what am i Mm -hmm. what am i you know it's sad if you're in the limelight and you're listening to this, I want you to know, I see you and you're human. And I'm it's sorry. <laughs> and I'm sorry that you feel like you can't be just you, you know? And I yeah. I give credit to those artists and everyone that's in the limelight who shows you that they're human and they don't care what you have to say, period, point blank. And that's the end of the book. Not to say this, the book. You know what gets me too with cancel culture is that... <laughs> This I feel like I just ran on a rant because that was for my heart. But no, it's right. true. It's true though because they are they do feel like they can't say anything, mm-hmm. um, because yes, you have a bigger following and people are judging you. It's not even uh they're judging you, good and bad. But yeah. cancel culture as well is quick to pull up old stuff. They got receipts. That's what gets me. They They got CVS receipts. Lined up and ready. And it's like, whoa, like this person could have completely changed, had a whole transformation. And then you're like, well, remember what you tweeted in 2008 at 4.52 p.m.? Well, you don't know. (laughs) Let me show you. And it's like, oh my gosh. People are literally making apology videos for something they said 12 years ago. And it's just like, and, and don't let, and it'd be some of y'all Christians, <laughs> y'all Christians, because have you not read your Bible? Have you forgotten that God, even himself, doesn't even count your sins, your past mm-hmm. against you? But yet your brother right here, he do something and you got 20 years of old baggage on him mm-hmm. or in your marriage, you haven't forgotten your husband and this and your kids. And then it's just like, who are you? Who do we think we are? Like, I feel yeah. like God is in there. Like he said, I'm like, who are I have personally, you know, the <laughs> phrase forgive and forget and what God says. Mm-hmm. I have heard from friends, family members, co-workers in all my years say something along the lines of i can forgive but i'll never forget and it's just like dang like why it's like we're holding because you're not forgiving really yeah Yeah. because you're literally holding that stuff in your mental space exactly which is gonna you're also waiting for them to fall again because it's like ah see this is why this is why i didn't fully forgive you or this is why i didn't want to forgive you 
why are y'all why now i'm not gonna say y'all but we because sometimes i've done that yeah. before like why we play ourselves like that dude mm-hmm. like you're not for you haven't forgive them if you still doing all that extra stuff just to wait for them to do something on why you won't forgive them dude, they have moved on with their life why do you sit and do that because some of y'all use it as a, a wall or a gate to protect you from other people hurting you everybody is not the same and everybody's not gonna hurt you I mean, some people, there people are going to hurt you. It's inevitable. They're human. We're human. We're going to do so. Right. No one that you have close to you should intentionally hurt you. Mm-hmm. Now, if they intentionally hurt you, yeah, you got to go out the door out my life. Peace. Don't come back. <laughs> I'm going to forgive you for what you've done to me, but I know now that I can't allow you in that type of space. Right. Like, even like, I remember- that, there's a difference with that where you forgive, but then also they don't help hold the same uh, spot and, in your life anymore and that's the thing y'all don't do that part right <laughs> it's that's the forgetting part like right. I forgive you and I've allowed you to go ahead I'm I'm free from it I'm separate from it you're literally holding yourself bondage to pain mm-hmm. or grudges or stuff that has happened and it's just like why do you why do you keep yourself that and because you've made it a safe place or we've made it a safe, a safe place, a safe ground. Okay, I can, I'm safe here because they hurt me. And I know like, if I just remind, if I keep reminding myself of that hurt, then I won't let the next person hurt me like that. Or I'm just, it's just like, you're literally hindering yourself from love, friendship, probably success and all this other stuff because you holding on to pain that you made a safe place. And I think that's just so dangerous because pain is never meant to be safe. You know? Ooh. <laughs> hold on you need a second to let that one sit for a second I just just feel like say that again I feel like pain isn't meant to be safe you know that being in pain like so real like why do we get comfortable in that pain that we don't want to change you're making yourself sick ultimate I'm sorry cutting you off no because you're preaching (laughs) This is just, like, that is so good that's real that is so real, real. and like, I, I don't want to put myself in danger like I don't want to be in danger who is it benefiting over this... it's not benefiting you and Maybe. it's definitely not benefiting the other person it's like they... drinking what's that phrase um when you drink poison and hope that the other person dies <laughs> yeah Stupid. it's like come on you think that's gonna work you think I'm gonna drink the poison and you gonna die right <laughs> no you're playing yourself we have to yeah. stop you're not and the coach you're the player and you're getting played yes. by yourself sorry and you know no you're you're speaking <laughs> you're telling the truth and it's so good because we sometimes think because they did this this is what's hindering me from moving on but it's like no you may be the person hindering yourself from moving on you may be the one that's stopping yourself from moving to the next level. You may be the one stopping yourself from finding love. You may be the one stopping yourself from being successful, getting that promotion, getting that car, getting, finding those true friends. It's like yeah. we're quick to put the blame on someone else when it really is us. Not in all situations, thing. but make sure you know you, what is in your safe space. Look, because... I just had this thought. I try not I, to have pain. <laughs> That's not look, That is not my safeguard. That, that is, is not my safe place. Pain is not my safe place. And it's the thing is like, I've heard this said, what happened to you 
it's not your responsibility, but how you recover or how you respond is like your healing is your responsibility. So when somebody hurts you, how you respond is up to you. It's on you. It's on your account. People are going to keep you accountable for what you said. So if you hurt your response, I feel like your responsibility is to heal. Why stay hurt? Why do you want to be in pain? Because mm. it feels good. It's safe. No, stop. Yeah, you stop ever letting, friends stop letting the about- enemy trick you of that, bro. Because it's yes, oh. that's a real thing, too. Because I've had friends that talk about, you know, that good pain. No, I don't want any pain to be a good pain. <laughs> Why do you think I don't like what? working out? <laughs> People are like, no, it's a good pain. No, no, because you may think it's a good pain, but you're actually uh, causing okay. problems down the line. Yeah. And if you're working out, okay. Okay, this is sidebar. Sorry, no, we're gonna get back to it. If you haven't worked out in a while and you go work out, you're gonna feel some pain because you haven't did what you were supposed to do, which is continuously work out. And that is if you don't, whatever. Or but that's it that hurts so good. No, <laughs> I'm not, I will never say it hurts so good. Why would I do? I'm gonna stop I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna get off the track. If it's hurting me, I'm gonna stop doing it. What? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna no. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Immediately, no. Immediately, Immediately no. Immediately, Immediately no. no. But okay, talking about that now too, because that's real for my life. As soon as that pain hits, I stop. But it's like if we were to continue or be consistent, not continue, be consistent in our workouts that pain would start to go away where that would actually start to feel easy and we'd have to take it up a notch. But because we are so inconsistent, and again, I'm talking to myself here too, we get that pain and then that ultimately chooses us, makes us want to stop again. Mm -hmm, Yeah. And I know that kind of feels flip-flop guys when you hear it, but it's like, okay, when you work, working out pain is different. Like you have to keep pressing through that so that it can that pain goes away and it's kind of the same thing and it's kind of like healing it's kind of like healing like once you you've been hurt like type of thing the hurt you have to heal so healing isn't comfortable that's the part working out is the healing part it's not comfortable all the time right you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sit down and be like dang i was wrong that's the part of healing that we absolutely positively put me in jail i'm not doing it <laughs> type of thing like we, we don't want to do that part. we don't want to be because <laughs> sometimes our pain is our own problem right i don't know why i said jail but <laughs> our pain is our own problem and we don't want to take no and accountability to that but working out is like healing you're putting you're breaking actually, down something inside your body yeah you're you're building yourself up to heal to be put together when you were broken you know right. type of thing so it's just like work out heal it's yes it's ugly yes it's uncomfortable yeah. but it's yeah, necessary we're not to work out because no, yeah we're not saying that. work out i think yeah. okay that example i was trying to think of good pain um yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and that is actually good pain that we do need to go through because again, yeah it's like, okay it has to be broken down in order for us to be built up again yeah. and made stronger i just thought of this as well oh it's good pain in a toxic way i guess is what i really was trying to say yeah. because <laughs> i remember <laughs> sorry I there was this one guy and again i will not say names on here um but he <laughs> talked about red flags and green flags and one of his green flags i said nah (laughs) 
this is toxic he said girls gotta have daddy issues <laughs> that was his green flag and it's like that was a good pain for him I'm like who is that benefiting who is that benefiting so that's what so, I meant by good pain yeah. I'm so glad you did not give in to the toxic psychoness because that's psycho <laughs> Yes. Because I don't want you to be my. Oh, this was not someone I was interested in. No, no. Praise be unto God. We yeah, give no. Jaira. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me clear that up too. No, this is not. Yeah. I just remember, but, uh, like that yeah. is very toxic. <laughs> but y'all, I got the stank face, y'all. Because, <laughs> because who? That's literally plotting. Like you're not finna use my issues against me, and I, I don't. That doesn't sit right with me because. Yes, my dad is in my life, but I haven't always had the best uh, relationship with my dad. And for you to use that as gain to be with me, I'll shoot you in your face. And yes, I said that on this podcast. So I have to mark this as explicit language now. (laughs) But you're not going to, you're not, no, I'm not. (laughs) Because you're not going to do that. That's wrong. That's dirty. So, okay. That's honestly what I was thinking with, um, good pain that Mm -hmm. is toxic um because that yeah if you have that or like seeing other people kind of in a bad state and that helps you get help (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry because go to therapy because no that's unhealthy someone having an issue is what is considered a green flag to you no that's unhealthy if you're trying to be a therapist No, know the context of that because there's a deeper issue in your own life that you need to deal with. <laughs> you need to go heal too, baby. Just right. Y'all need, right. To go, y'all need to go to therapy, not together, but separately. Right. You can drive there, but go in different rooms, okay? Hallelujah. Amen to that. But you know how we always do, y'all. We always start in one conversation and drift to the next one. But that's what we do, baby. That's what we do here. You get a two-for-one special. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love y'all. Thanks always for continuously tuning in. Let us know how you think, what your thoughts are about this situation or just not even just Mike Todd's situation, but anything else we talked about on just context of life. Let us know what, what your thoughts are. So, yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for continuously tuning in, like I said. Until next time. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of this is for youtube podcast please don't forget to like comment and subscribe to all major platforms and until next time remember this is for youtube